Imposter syndrome is just a procrastination tactic. That's all. I'm going to say it again. Imposter syndrome is just a procrastination tactic. If you're listening to this episode, I bet it's because you've been thinking about starting your own podcast for a while, maybe a really long while. And I'm sure you've heard that it's such a great way to grow your authority and build your network. It's a powerful way to create a community of fans who love you and your work. And all those things are true. But have you been holding back on taking that first step? Are you afraid you won't know what to talk about or you haven't figured out your concept yet? And if you're anything like me, I've had many moments where I'd look in the Apple Podcast directory and I'd start second-guessing myself. I mean, are all the good ideas taken? Who am I to start a podcast? Is anyone going to care what I have to say? Can you relate to this? Can I get an amen on <laughs> and that's where I need to check myself. We all get these moments of the dreaded imposter syndrome. But you know what? Imposter syndrome is just a procrastination tactic. That's all. I'm going to say it again. Imposter syndrome is just a procrastination tactic. So next time that feeling starts to creep in, there is a power in naming and claiming that it's just a way to stall. Call yourself out on it. The best guidance I have for you is that if you're looking to make a podcast, it's not really about you. It's about who you serve. It's about someone beyond you. And once you can get out of your own way and start focusing on what you can do with this and the impact that you can make and just do the damn thing, the thing gets done. So here's the good news. You are actually much closer than you think to launching your own I can't believe it's mine. I'm so excited podcast. And it has never been a better time to get started. In fact, it is the only medium where 80% of listeners listen to most or all of the content versus other places where they don't have the attention span. Podcast listeners listen to an average of seven different shows a week. And what that means is that people are craving content to get lost in. Just like binging on Netflix, except with podcasting, you can binge and do other things. It is the best medium for multitasking. I pound out some podcasts while I'm folding laundry. <laughs> I don't know about you. It is low tech, it's low cost, and high impact. But podcasts are also a revenue generating opportunity for entrepreneurs and businesses looking to create hot leads and really build their brand and build an audience, and intimate connection. Nearly two-thirds of podcast listeners take actions based on the ads that they hear during podcasts. I know for me, I bought a ton of Magic Spoon that I would have never heard. Magic Spoon is a cereal, um, like a healthy cereal. And I never would have known about it if it weren't for podcasts. So if you are ready to start your podcast, I help entrepreneurs uh, launch their podcast from scratch in six weeks through my Press Play podcast method. If you're interested, connect with me at allisonhair.com or on the socials. I'm about to open my Press Play podcast course and enrolling now. So all of that is exciting, but I want to address that feeling about that moment when you start to think about what you want your podcast to be about. 
And all of a sudden, those insecurities start to creep in and you start overthinking. And you think to yourself, man, I need to just have the perfect lightning bolt of an idea. And then you just put it down for a while. I understand this. I mean, before I started my podcast, I had kicked around the idea for a while, but I never did anything about it. I wasn't sure what I would talk about and it wasn't really on my radar. And one day I got an email from Seth Godin in my inbox that said, should you start a podcast? And it was a promotional invitation to a podcast course. I swear I didn't even think twice. I didn't look at the details of the program. I just paid the money and said, yes, I'll figure out the rest later. What was a little crazy about that is that I had no idea what my concept would be. In fact, I had a million ideas and I didn't know how to whittle them down. I didn't want to pick just one and then not be able to explore the other interests that I had. I want. I started to write down some of the things I was passionate about and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it started to dawn on me that maybe I didn't have to narrow down my ideas. And there was a way that I could figure out that there was a common theme between all of them that were starting to reveal itself. For me, I'm really passionate about reforming education. I'm really passionate about reforming healthcare, specifically maternal healthcare due to some really traumatic experience that I've had in my own life. I really have been frustrated about the political climate and feeling like one vote every two to four years was not enough. I also am really passionate about helping others kind of share their own voice. And so so through a whole bunch of pivotal, life-changing issues I had faced, I almost felt like I had woken up and realized that there were so many areas that were just breaking down. Status quo was no longer good enough, and in fact, could be even dangerous to society. And we're seeing that play out in real time, right? And realized that the common theme was that maybe I felt like I could shed some light on some of these issues that weren't always obvious to everyone. And maybe it's not just the light, but solutions. But And if there were enough inertia with people getting involved, getting educated on it, learning about it, not just me but being able to create a movement that maybe we could move forward together. And that's how Culture Changers podcast was started. And uh, because I was fascinated by culture changers, those were the people that were breaking convention, they were challenging the status quo, doing things differently, and offering practical guidance for listeners to take action and make their own mark. And now that I've been doing, uh, I've had this podcast for about a year and a half, maybe a little longer now, and it is evolving again. I really have found some passion. So now that I've been, uh, maybe about a year ago, I opened up a uh, a podcast course called Press Play Podcast because people kept asking me about wanting to start their own. And I felt like I had kind of a knack for it. I loved it. And I loved helping people get their ideas out there. So now that I've been a part of helping people launch their podcast from scratch, I've had people that know exactly what their concept is, and they just want to get their podcast out into the world. They need help with implementation or assurance and just some help, just making sure it gets out there. Maybe it's an extension of their business or they come baked with an idea. And then I've had people 
who are like me that come that are multi-passionate. They're trying to find their idea to help pull it all together. And all of them want to use their voice in a way that's going to make an impact, but they're not sure how to do it. So I boiled down, I boiled it down to three really impactful considerations to come up with your big idea. And the first one is, what are you passionate about? So you think about if you list three or four topics that if someone would let you, you would talk day and night nonstop about it ad nauseum. I encourage you to go really free form with this. Even if you have super weird or obscure things you're into, write them down. This is your playground and you'll find that some of the weird or obscure things or the quirks that you might have are really what help bind your audience to you, that it starts to become something that becomes beloved or even irritating, but irritating enough where they want to keep listening to you. So this is your playground, but make sure you take a piece of paper or put it on Google Docs, whatever you whatever works for you, and just start pounding out some topics of things that you're passionate about. Number two, what are you good at? This might be experience, it could be degrees, certifications, accolades, maybe the profession that you're in, credentials, and you might not even have any of those things, and that's okay. I want you to list three or four things or more that you've got a knack or certain skill for. What you'll notice is that you'll start to see patterns. Maybe there are common themes between your passions and skills. You might notice your own edges or a bend towards comedy or storytelling. And this is going to start to give you clues of the direction that you want to go in. Are you always the helper in your life? This is kind of like an Enneagram thing. So if you're into Enneagram and the personalities, but consider that too, because that is a factor to how you build your show. Are you a helper in your life? Or maybe you operate primarily on gut. Are you a visionary? or unfailingly curious, or are you more productivity and task-focused? You can start to see how asking yourself these questions will help build your brand voice and how you connect with your audience. And this is such a fun exercise too. Now the third one, and this one is really, really key. I highly, highly encourage you to write this down and take this part seriously of really all three of these components. Number three, is what breaks your heart? This is a very thought-provoking question. And the reason why I want you to write this down and why it's so important is because this is where you find the space that is uniquely meant for you. You can start to ask yourself the very important question, what would better look like? And very often, your show can fill that space and answer that question, even if it is something silly or something, you know, maybe you you find that there's a, a hole in the market of something that would be helpful to you. You, uh, you lead with that. What would better look like? What would better look like? Answer that question too on your piece of paper. Usually these three corners of the idea triangle will point you to where your own zone of genius lives and also how you can create your very own unique space and build a loyal tribe. Because I promise you this, you will meet people through hosting your podcast that you never dreamed you would meet. And you have a whole tribe of people that are waiting to hear your voice because they've been searching a long time 
and you are actually their answer. I know it sounds a little exciting and crazy and kind of forward thinking, but as you start to develop these exercises, that is is how you start building the momentum that takes you to the next step and building what that is. And like I said, I'm about to start enrolling new podcasters in my next round of Press Play Podcasts. If you're interested, or either if you're not interested, connect with me at allisonhair.com, sign up for my newsletter, DM me on your socials, tell me your ideas, share the show, share it, share it, share it. Think of the people you you know who have been kicking around the idea of starting a podcast and send this to them. It could be the one episode that finally gets them to quit talking about it and just do the damn thing. I'd love it if you left me a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps people find me and it helps kind of bump up my show on the algorithm. But it also helps me make a better show for you with your feedback. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week. 